This is the Rundown. The rundown. The Rundown. Hosted by Luke Lipinski. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Well, I wish I could say I was surprised by the All-Star selections and the fact that Devin Booker is not on there. But I'm not. Luke Lipinski here, Cody Fincher behind the glass, live from the Auction Community Studios for the next half hour because ASU's got a basketball game tonight. Now we're in that stretch where ASU has to make up a bunch of games from uh, all the games that got postponed and canceled earlier this season. So Sun Devils and Huskies tonight from Tempe, and then Sun Devils and Huskies again on Thursday from Tempe, and then they'll play Washington State in Tempe on Saturday. So the rare three-game week for a college basketball team. We are going to start, though, of course, in the NBA. And the reason I'm going to say that I'm not surprised is probably the same reason a lot of you aren't surprised. We talked about this when I was in uh, with Gambo last week on Burns and Gambo. We were talking about, you know, who's who's going to get in? Is it going to be Booker? Is it going to be Paul? Is it going to be both? Or is it going to be neither? And at that point, we knew who the starters were. But, you know, the reserves were it was going to be a few days. And obviously, the reserves came out. This uh, about an hour ago, if you are just getting in your car right now, and uh, and Devin Booker did not make the team. Chris Paul did. That was my prediction last week because I don't think the rest of the NBA fully understands or appreciates what the Suns are doing yet. And Chris Paul, who is also deserving, is a name that they all recognize and they all know. And I really do believe that there is a perception out there outside of this city and outside of the world of, of like, you know, the players that, you know, the, the players know. And I know the coaches are the ones picking the reserves, so they should know too. But I really do feel like this speaks to the bigger issue, if you want to call it that. There's this perception out there that the Suns are good now only because they got Chris Paul. I really do believe that's, that's the perception of this team by a lot of NBA fans and media across the country. And don't get me wrong, Chris Paul is a huge reason. Like, the Suns wouldn't be this good if they didn't have Chris Paul. They might be down in, you know, whatever, the 7 or 8 spot. Who knows? Maybe they'd still be in, like, 6, 5. But um, they wouldn't be just hammering teams the way they are without Chris Paul. But they were getting better before this. And I don't know, it just it goes back to my, my prediction last week was that, that Chris Paul would get in because it would have been absolutely absurd if they didn't take either of them, but Paul is the bigger name, and I, I just don't know that enough people have caught on that the Suns are legitimately good, and so they're just like, oh yeah, Phoenix, okay, well, Phoenix is fourth in the West, okay, oh, they got Chris Paul, we'll just take, well, yeah, Chris Paul's good, we'll take him, like, yeah, Chris Paul is good. What else does Devin Booker have to do? That's the question that nobody's going to be able to give you an answer to, right? Like, Bear, did you think he was getting in? Uh, I don't know if I thought he was going to get in, but you're right. What more does he have to do? Because before it was, oh, the Suns aren't a winning team. He's just a good, he's just a good scorer on a bad team. But now the Suns are good. They have 20 wins and yet, and nothing against Zion Williamson. And yet Zion Williamson is in the all-star game when his team is 13 and 17. So why uh, did the rules change all of a sudden? I don't understand. It, like, I, I will listen to the argument of, hey, the Western Conference is loaded, and I get that, and it is. I mean, if you look at the, the other backcourt guys that got in, 
It's Damian Lillard, who's a no-brainer. He should be in. Obviously, Chris Paul, who I think we all believe should be in. Donovan Mitchell is, is playing out of his mind. He should be in. I probably would have had Booker over Paul George, to be honest. Um, you know, Anthony Davis is hurt. Booker may still very well get in anyway, but that's kind of not the point. It, it, the Like, I feel like this matters more here. And in, and in markets like Phoenix, and we talked about this last year at the All-Star Game when Booker didn't get in, and he should have. If you are a Lakers fan and Anthony Davis doesn't get in, or you're you know a Warriors fan and somehow Steph didn't get in, I mean, it's unthinkable. But you know what I mean? Like, if you are a team that already gets a ton of hype and doesn't feel disrespected consistently, if you're a market that just, you know, it's it's kind of a given... If like if Devin Booker was on the Knicks, he would have been, he'd be a five time All Star by now. So I do think it matters more here than it would in some other markets, and it's just I mean I get it. Suns fans are livid. Did you see LeBron tweeted out? Devin Booker is the most disrespected player in our league. Simple as that. That's from has LeBron. the vote been reversed yet? I, I feel like LeBron knows something about basketball, whether you like him or not. And he's one of the captains. They really should just let the captains pick their players. Like, don't do reserves. Just, you know. Yeah, why have a captain if they're not allowed to pick their whole team? Yeah. So he can pick. And and I know the pushback is always, well, you know, if you're going to say this guy got snubbed, then who would you take off the team? And that is tough. Well, but uh, can they? Because he's technically a front court player. Apparently, that, well, for injuries, I guess it doesn't. Yeah, for for injuries. It doesn't matter. But yeah, I don't know about that. This is where it's going to get really infuriating. Because when I was I was driving in here listening to this, and you know Trey Young is like one of the big, maybe the biggest snub from the East, and there are a lot of similarities between Trey Young and Devin Booker. The difference now, though, is Devin Booker's team is winning, and he's been in the league longer. So at a certain point, he should be getting the respect that he's not getting. But where this is going to get infuriating is I was looking at um, I was looking at CBS and they were just I was just looking to make sure I had the official list of, of who got in as reserves because my thought is when they when they announced him it's like okay it's a little disrespectful that Booker didn't get in. He'll get in anyway because of an injury. It, it, you know, it's it, it is it's kind of disrespectful though based on what he's done and like you said Bear for the last few years the rule has been well you're not winning so you don't get in. Well now they're winning. They've won 12 of their last 14. They're 20 and 10. And he still doesn't get in. But then I read this, uh, this little paragraph on CBS. The first sentence. The obvious absence here is Mike Conley, widely considered to be the best active player never to have made an All-Star game. And then they go on to say, because Anthony Davis is injured, the commissioner can put somebody in. And they think it's going to be Mike Conley. So if you're telling me that after all this, Booker doesn't even... If he doesn't make it as a replacement... Yeah, it's look, it's an all-star game. I get it. It doesn't really matter. I tweeted this out right when it happened. I would hate to be the Charlotte Hornets who now get to face Devin Booker, who is going to have a chip on his shoulder even more so tomorrow. At the end of the day, the Suns are represented at the game. We're not celebrating Chris Paul at all because we're all just so frustrated about Devin Booker. So that kind of sucks. And Devin Booker may very well go on one of those tears. He's kind of already on one. But he may, I mean, this may push him to be even better. And that's really what matters is that the team keeps winning more so than does he get to go to the All-Star game. But I do. I I just keep coming back to the fact that I think it means more here than it does in some other markets and to some other fan bases. And the argument, like I said, I just can't, I can't, 
I can't find any justification for it is what else does he have to do? What are they looking at with Devin Booker and saying, uh, well, yeah, you need to be averaging 35 a night. I got it the last couple of years. I didn't like it every year. I think each year was a little bit different, but I got it like two or three years ago and people were like, oh, Booker should go. The team won 19 games. You know, <laughs> I can, the Western Conference is loaded and, and, and the team's winning 20, 22 games. I understand why Devin Booker's not going. The team already has 20 wins and we're only 30 games into this season. Took them 47 games even last year to win 20 games. They're 20 and 10. Booker is a, if he's not the main reason why, this is still his team, he's right there with Chris Paul even as the main reasons why, and he's, he's not at this moment going to an All-Star game. All right, let's get into the rapid reaction. The Rundown Rapid Reaction. reaction. Reacting to today's top three trending sports stories. Well, we will start with golf, actually, and uh, Tiger Woods in a single-vehicle rollover crash near L.A. this morning. Such a just jolting story for everybody. I mean, it's been pretty much all the sports coverage all day, and you understand why, and and now we, we at least... I hate stories like this because you want to make sure every fact is 100% right. And it's such a big deal if, if you know, if you, you don't know what is being reported as 100% true or not. But it sounds like not life-threatening. Uh, it sounds like he wasn't driving impaired. I, I don't know if that's, like, been confirmed, but that's been out there. Uh, dealing with uh, some leg issues, though. So it sounds like he's going to have surgery on his legs, or he already is. Just a scary situation. Like I said, a single vehicle rollover crash near L.A., um, so, obviously, everybody pulling for Tiger there. Uh, just a weird story to start today in the world of golf. Uh, to ASU basketball, I mentioned they are playing the Huskies tonight. Three games this week, Huskies twice, and then the Washington State Cougars. They have a few more games now scheduled for next week, too. But, obviously, if you are a Sun Devil fan, I don't have to tell you, it's all going to come down to what happens in the Pac-12 tournament at this point. I don't think there's anything record-wise, that the Sun Devils could do in the regular season. They're 7-11 right now. That's going to get them into the tournament. Like, they're not a bubble team or anything like that. Now, they can use what is now six games, two against the Huskies, two against Washington State on Saturday and Monday, one against Colorado next Thursday, and one against Utah next Saturday. They can use these next six games. Like, if you can go 5-1 and one and you finish the regular season 12-12, and 12, it's not going to get you in, but you may feel a lot better about yourself. You might be playing better going into the tournament. I mean, on paper, talent-wise, ASU should be a team that can be dangerous in the Pac-12 tournament. They were the favorites to win this conference at the start of the year. But if the Pac-12 tournament started, like, tonight, if that's what this was, would you have any confidence that the Sun Devils were going to go on a run and win that? I, I wouldn't. wouldn't. And I know it's been a disjointed season with the uh, the injuries and, and games being postponed and, and players and the safety protocol and all that stuff, but... They got six games now <laughs> crammed in here in the next week and a half to try and get into some sort of rhythm heading into the, the conference tournament, and then you'll see where you can go from there. Uh, and hockey, real quick, the Coyotes last night. It was an insane game. They were down 3 nothing. come back to beat Anaheim 4-3. to They get a shorthanded penalty shot goal from Christian Dvorak. They get a power play goal from Christian Dvorak. You don't typically get players scoring shorthanded and power play goals in the same game because generally if you're on the power play you're not playing shorthanded you're not on the penalty kill or vice versa but Christian Dvorak is uh, obviously a big part of what the Coyotes are doing this season in all facets of the game and 
He led a crazy rally last night. We kind of had Darcy Kemper. Anytime you see a goalie almost get in a fight, that's something. We had two other fights. Like I said, a four-goal rally. Charles Barkley was there in one of the suites just hanging out. Charles Barkley loves his hockey. I, I admire that about Sir Charles. And the, uh, the Coyotes are back above 500. they They'll get Anaheim again tomorrow. All right, when we come back, when we get back into the Suns, we'll get a little bit of the, the reaction to, to Devin Booker being snubbed as a reserve. I also want to talk about, though, just how dominant this team has been since that 24-point lead evaporated against Brooklyn. Their response has been impressive. That's next. It's the Rundown with Luke Lipinski on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Keeping it live and local with Luke Lipinski on the Rundown, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. All right. Calm down a little bit here and appreciate the fact that the Suns do have an all-star representative in Chris Paul. Uh, I'll get back to the all-star stuff in a second, but I, I wanted to throw this stat out there. So if you look at the Suns this season, and you know, they're going along, you know, just kind of like just run through the schedule here with me briefly, just, just chunks of the schedule, right? You get off to a decent start, you're five and one, and you start to kind of trail off, and it, you know, the team doesn't look the same as they did last year, but the record is kind of the same. Like They started good last year, and they were 5-2, and two, and then they kind of trailed off. So you get to January 27th, you lose to Oklahoma City, and you are 8-8 eight and eight on the season. You're coming off back-to-back overtime losses to the Nuggets, one of them. Yeah, you know, probably shouldn't have been a loss. Jamal Murray looked like he walked for a while before he threw up a three. Refs miss calls. It's the NBA. That's, that's the way it goes. But you're 8-8 eight and eight at that point. And it's kind of like, is this going to be an issue? Are they going to be able to respond to this? Are they going to be able to get back on track? And they, they rattle off three wins. They get hammered by New Orleans. So that's, that's just a weird dynamic between those two teams where at that point they had hammered New Orleans earlier in the season and then the Pelicans come back and, and beat them by 22 on February 3rd. And then the Suns rattle off six wins. And so you've won 9 of 10. You're 17-9 and nine going into that game against Brooklyn a week ago tonight. And you're just cruising. It's Brooklyn minus Kyrie and Kevin Durant. But still, you're up 24 at one point. And that lead slips away. And you lose that game 128-124. We were watching it with a couple people. And we were kind of like watching that and watching something else. Just kind of looking over on, on the other screen. And we're like, wait, that lead's down to eight? That lead's down to two? What, what's going on? Now they're losing? <laughs> All of a sudden the game is just over. And that's one of those moments in a season that really can define you. It's, it's almost unavoidable. It's going to define you. And then you got to choose how it's going to define you. Are you going to respond to that? Is that going to break you? I mean, I guess the third option is kind of like you don't really respond and it doesn't break you. You just kind of keep going for a while in some of these more neutral games, but then you have it in the back of your mind when a game is close in the fourth quarter or even if you have a lead, are you going to be able to put a team away? The way the Suns have responded in the three games since that Brooklyn game is about as perfectly as you can do it. The New Orleans game, they're down by 11 going into the fourth, and they outscore the Pelicans 41-12. to That's historic. Then you just absolutely hammer Memphis. It doesn't even feel like that Memphis game happened on Saturday. And then you go out there last night, you come back home, you play Portland, and Portland is beat up. I'll give you that. They're miss- they've been missing some key players over the course of this season. I give Damian Lillard, like I said last night, all the credit in the world because he has basically dragged that team to the number 5 seed in the Western Conference right now. 
I said this last night on the show before the game. I would love to see that playoff series because I think you put Chris Paul in a big game situation in the playoffs. You put Damian Lillard in big game situations. You know what you're going to get from him. It's going to be just amazing talent on display and just compelling theater. And I believe Devin Booker. I know we haven't seen him in a playoff game yet. Fortunately, they'll have to get voted into the playoffs. You can just earn your way in. We haven't seen Devin Booker in a playoff game yet, but we're going to this season. I believe he would step up in a big way. So that'd be a fun series. But man, the Suns just got there and beat him by 32. So since they went into the start of the fourth quarter against New Orleans on Friday, they have outscored the opposition the Suns have 301 to 209 over the last nine quarters. That's staggering. And you might look at that and say, okay, like, cool. It's two and a half games in late February in the middle of the, the, the regular season. Who cares? Well, I care. Because they've now won 12 of 14. But more than that, it's, it's, this is how you respond to the Brooklyn game. That's the bigger deal to me. If they had just lost to Brooklyn by four and it had just kind of been a back-and-forth game, or if they had won that game and they had lost to Philadelphia a couple games or whatever, like if this was just kind of a normal thing and they had gone on this crazy run from the fourth quarter in the New Orleans game through the Memphis game and the Portland game, I I would be more inclined to be like, okay, they're just kind of hot right now. But the fact that this is not just a, a, a streak of good play, this is a response, I think, to how that Brooklyn game got away from them That, to me, is a bigger deal because that is a sign of a team that you get to the playoffs and you're in a seven-game series and you get punched in the face in game one or game two, you're going to respond. You're not going to be like, well, we got here. I hope everybody feels sorry for us and uh, maybe we'll see you next year. No, (laughs) you're going to come back and you're going to just blow the other team out in game three. Now, is New Orleans a playoff team? Probably not. They're good enough to get Zion into the All-Star game. Is Memphis a playoff team? Maybe. I mean, I think the Suns are better than Memphis. Portland's a playoff team. But like I said, to me, it's, it's more about what the Suns were bouncing back from these last few games than the teams they were playing. And it's, it's been a very emphatic response. Charlotte tomorrow at home. I would hate to be the Hornets because now you're going to get disgruntled with something to prove Devin Booker. This is on TNT this evening, just reacting to the All-Star selections and Candace Parker flat out saying Devin Booker is the snub. I personally, Devin Booker to me, Mm. um, I think if you talk about the top backcourt guards, which is why Dame Lillard has not gotten as much love in the West. Because there's always been guys like Steph Curry. There's always been guys like um, CP3 that have taken that shine. And to me, I don't think CP3 was the best two, you know, two guards in the NBA this year. I gave the nod to Devin Booker with CP3 filling in for Anthony Davis because he's injured. So I think both will be at the All-Star game. But to me, to have Devin Booker out, I, you know, I pick Devin instead of uh, CP3. Yeah, I'm. That's like I said earlier. I'm. I'm. I I feel like if if these were flipped, and this is a weird thing to say because obviously Chris Paul is a a huge part of the Suns' success. Suns fans are angry right now. If you don't believe me, feel free to jump on social media and just type in Suns. 
I don't feel like Suns fans would be nearly as angry if Booker got in and Chris Paul got snubbed. Because if Chris Paul didn't get in, it would be a snub too. He deserves to be there. But it goes back to the respect thing and what Devin Booker means to this market. And there's definitely this feeling in this market that Devin Booker does not get respect from referees, from national media, from fans around the league. I, I think he has it of the players around the league. And this just reinforces that. And also, he's been here. You know, this is, he's, this is still his team. He's been here since, since day one in his career as Chris Paul just got here. Like, we're embracing Chris Paul. It's great. But Devin Booker not going just feels like more of a disrespect. And I would even take it one step further because we see it with some of these other teams in town, with the Cardinals even, and the Diamondbacks and the Coyotes, for different reasons within the different uh, communities that each sport provides. But it does feel like Valley teams have to do a little bit more to get noticed for good things than, again, a team in Chicago or New York or L.A. or Boston or whatever. So I really feel like this is just kind of hitting that 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 it's like salt in the wound, basically. Uh, this is Dwayne Wade who said, "Look, Chris Paul would probably give his spot to Devin Booker if he could." I think this list is pretty good. Devin Booker is the is the one we look at and say he got snubbed. But you know, if you ask CP3, he would say give his spot if he could to Devin. You know, but I get I pick Chris Paul because of this team been in fourth place and what he's obviously the culture that he's brought there with Monty and that whole staff and. You know, the entire team. So he's the leader behind these guys. So I know Chris Paul will give the nod to Devin Booker. But Chris Paul also deserves to be an all-star for what he's done for that team, that organization, getting them to this point. Agreed. Where last night they won about 32 points Agreed. over Portland. Yeah, look, I mean, Devin Booker was a big part of that 32-point win, too. But, yes, I, because the Western Conference is so loaded, specifically in the backcourt, I don't want to get too worked up over this. Where I'm going to get worked up, though, is if we see Mike Conley go, like that CBS story said, if, if, if they go, okay, Anthony Davis can't play, we're going to go with another backcourt player in the West, and it will be not Devin Booker again. Then it's just going to be chaos here. <laughs> and then I don't know. Like We're, we're already at a, at a point where even if you do put him in at that point, the disrespect is still sort of there. But if he doesn't get to go and somebody else gets to go, and, and all due respect to Mike Conley, who I – I understand has never been to an all-star game and all that stuff, and he has had, he's put together a very nice career. He's not Devin Booker, but I, I just I keep coming back. I want the answer from somebody of what more does Devin Booker have to do? What does it look like next year when he makes an all-star game? Because last year when he didn't make it, I remember sitting here on the show saying, okay, I'll listen to these arguments, but he better be in next year. And he's performing the team is winning like 70% of their games. He's the main reason why, tied with Chris Paul maybe, but he's, he's the main reason why, and he's still not going to the All-Star game. So what does he have to do? All right, that's going to do it for us. Like I said, short show tonight. Thanks to Cody Fincher behind the glass. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Luke Lipinski. This has been The Rundown. We've got Sun Devils and Huskies coming up next on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.